Hey everyone, husband here. And I'm wife. If you've been listening to us, then you know we're all about reading the Bible and reacting to it on our first read-through. Cuss words, crying, laughing, and more. We're passionate about creating a podcast that takes the sanctity out of the sacred text and simply stating it as we see it. But we can't do it without your help. We're asking for your support to help us keep this podcast going. There are two ways you can donate. Text SACDIS, that's S-A-C-D-I-S, to 53. 555 if you're in the U.S. with a one-time donation. Any amount helps. Or if you'd rather start a sustaining membership, sign up on our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Membership levels start as low as $2 a month. We are amazed and grateful for our fans that support us now, and you can become one too. With your support, we can keep sacrilegious discourse alive and well for years to come. So please donate today. Text SACDIS to 53555 if you're in the U.S. Or sign up for our Patreon page at patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombus. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about you insane hollywood ass so to recap we're cutting the price of mint unlimited from 30 dollars a month to just 15 dollars a month give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch 45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees promote for new customers for limited time unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows full terms at mintmobile.com hey it's Paige desorbo from giggly squad high quality fashion without the price tag say hello to quince I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more, with Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Welcome to Sacrilegious Discourse. I'm husband. And I'm wife. Together we're reading the Bible for the very first time. We grew up without religion and wanted to know what all the fuss was about. Well, what have we learned so far? That God is a dick, and apparently some people believe in talking donkeys? We're not trying to pass ourselves off as experts. Nope, we're just reading the Bible for the first time and giving our first take reaction. If you'd like to join us in this venture, you might consider starting at episode one. Otherwise, jump in wherever you like. All right, let's go read the Bible. Yeah, let's get to it. Husband. Wife. Uh, do you know where we are and what we're doing? Well, we're starting a new book, I think. We sure as fuck are. What are we uh, starting today? We are starting a book of many names. Of many names, huh? It's either Song of Solomon, Song of Songs, or um canticle of canticles i see i see that's not confusing at all not. are we going to pick one and just stick with it or i thought we'd switch around and switch around just and... to confuse everybody mm-hmm. i see 
Well, here's the thing. Um, the online Bible that I'm reading from yeah. calls it Song of Solomon. But a lot of the research that I use, um, it calls it Song of Songs. And then I have a regular Bible and then I have my cute little Precious Moments Bible. <laughs> and those are one of each. I see. Song of Songs and Song of Solomon. I think I've heard Song of Solomon more often than anything else. But that's just my take. Okay. Well, do you want to call it Song of Solomon? I think that... We should stick with something, sort of. That's what I'm going to call it in the end in the titles. I think. Okay, Song of Solomon. So, yeah. Okay. okay. Um, before we get into what we're going over today, I do have a shout out to give out. Ooh. Yeah. So we have a new patron. What? Yeah. Yeah. We really want to thank. Um, their name is Aaron F. Aaron F. Thank and you. They just became our newest patron after a trial period. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And that really, really, really helps us out a lot. Um, we can't thank you enough and it's just absolutely incredible every time this happens when we get a new patron. Astounding even. Yeah. No, it, I mean, it still, still blows us away. It really does. It's always exciting. It's always unexpected and it's always just, we're so grateful. Yeah. So thank you so much, Aaron. We really appreciate it. Um, if you would like to be as amazing and incredible as Aaron is, you can head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and become a sustaining member there for as low as $2 a month. Do it. Be Do like it. Aaron. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, that's, that's, and then you get stuff. You get like um, special episodes and ad free episodes and early access when we're getting our stuff done on time. <laughs> and, <laughs> and all that wonderful stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so that being said, uh, what are we getting into today? Uh, Song of Solomon. Yes. Chapter one. All right, let's go do this. Okie dokie. Okay, so chapter one of Song of Solomon. Okay. Now, since we're starting a new book, under normal circumstances, I would tell you a little bit about the book we're about to read, uh-huh. and then we would, you know, start in. Sure. But I'm not going to because I'm just so excited. I want to see how it sounds okay. before I tell you what to look for. And you'll understand once once we're done and I tell you Got what it. I'm going to tell you. Got ya. it. Okay. Okay? Yeah. Um. Now, I will tell you that some of the confusion as to whether or not we should call it Song of Solomon or Song of Songs is because verse 1 tells you kind of the title of this book, which okay. is, here's verse one, Solomon's Song of Songs. I see. Okay. That, okay. Yeah. That's verse one. Right. It's no, the title. I got it. Right. I got it. Okay. So um, that's why it goes by both. Sure. Okay. Makes sense. I don't know where Canticles comes from. It sounds kind of Catholic to me. Okay. But I could be pulling that out of my ass. I'm, you probably are pulling I, that out of your ass. I, I could be. Yeah. I don't know. But, okay, here we go. Ready? I'm ready. Solomon's Song of Songs. Okay. Let him kiss me with the kisses of his mouth, for your love is more delightful than wine. Pleasing is the fragrance of your perfumes. Your name is like perfume poured out. Wait, wait. Did you pick up the Daniel Steele book, or what's going on here? I did not. (laughs) And now do you understand? Like, I didn't want to give you any 
clue what was coming so that you would purely be like, what? Because <laughs> <laughs> if I if I explained what was coming, then you would know to look for it. And the shock wouldn't be as, what is happening? Right, right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I'm just going to continue now. Okay. No wonder the young women love you. <laughs> Take me away with you. Let us hurry. Let the king bring me into his chambers. We rejoice and delight in you. We will praise your love more than wine. How right they are to adore you. Dark am I, yet lovely, daughters of Jerusalem. Dark like the tents of Kedar, like the tent curtains of Solomon. Wait, are, is this, are, is this a woman talking about like getting with Solomon or something? That's what it sounds like, doesn't it? Okay. Chicka wow. I'm like, but okay. All right. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, um, all mm-hmm. right. Yeah. Do not stare at me because I am dark, because I am a darkened by the sun. My mother's sons were angry with me and made me take care of the vineyards, my own vineyard I had to neglect. Tell me, you whom I love, where you graze your flock. And where you rest your sheep at midday. Why so should you can, I? You can have a little tryst. Tryst, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Right. You, you picked that up good. Yeah. Yeah. Why should I be like a veiled woman beside the flocks of your friends? If you do not know, most beautiful of women, follow the tracks of the sheep and graze your young goats by the tents of the shepherds. Hmm. I so, see. <laughs> so this is a woman and a man going back and forth. Yeah. They about to hook up. I see. Okay? Uh-huh. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm getting it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I liken you, my darling, to a mare among Pharaoh's chariot horses. Mm. Your cheeks are beautiful with earrings, your neck with strings of jewels. We will make you earrings of gold studded with silver. That's what I got out of that is he's hung like a horse. No, this is him talking. Oh, he. Oh, that was him talking. Back and forth. He's saying your earrings are awesome. Uh, You're so pretty. I'm sorry. I I heard the horse bit, and I was like, (laughs) (laughs) fair, fair. While the king was at his table, my perfume spread its fragrance. My beloved is to me a sachet of myrrh resting between my breasts. Oh, my beloved is to me a cluster of henna blossoms. From the vineyard of Engedi. How beautiful you are, my darling. Oh, how beautiful. Your eyes are doves. How handsome you are, my beloved. Oh, how charming. And our bed is verdant. The beams of our house are cedars. Our rafters are firs. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. So they are meeting up. Right. Um, the, the, Different um, things that they're discussing here at the end uh-huh. are outdoorsy. Okay, sure. Their house, their bed is basically leaves, right? And the beams of their house are cedars. That's trees, right? And their rafters are fir trees. It doesn't sound like it's. Uh, um, I mean, is this sanctioned by God? Well, it's in the Bible. I'm just, I'm just curious because if they're like having these little, you know. Um, flings and it's stuff. A, it's a fling, all right. And they're out in like barns and stuff. It doesn't sound like they're married. It sure maybe. doesn't. And then, so, so I, I gotta wonder if this is, you know, like okay. Okay, so let me I'm read worried you. For them, you know, 
that that was the entire chapter one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Let me tell you a little bit about this book now. Okay. That we've had a little taste. <laughs> <laughs> Song of Songs, also called Canticle of Canticles, Song of Solomon. It's an erotic poem. Oh. Okay. Okay. Not yeah. just a poem. An erotic poem. Um, okay. What the fuck is an erotic poem doing in the fucking Bible? Well, let's get there. Okay. It's unique within the Hebrew Bible in that it shows no interest in law or covenant or the God of Israel. What the fuck? Like, what the fuck? Nor does it teach or explore wisdom. Instead, <laughs> it celebrates sexual love. Okay. I'm I'm a little bit taken aback here. Right. Like, after all the shit that we've read about, you know, the things that you're supposed to you walk the straight and narrow path, be upright, women are honey-lipped vixens, and mm-hmm. now we're just talking about fucking random sex in a barn. Hooking up. What bow, the fuck? It doesn't, yep. This doesn't make any goddamn sense. So, the two lovers in this book, I'm just going on. Yeah, I'm, I'm, that's fine. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm a little blown away here. You feel insulted. I do. This is fucking <laughs> bullshit. I'm sorry. Where, where's their God in this fucking erotic poem in the middle of the goddamn Bible? Nowhere. It, nowhere. Fuck. The two lovers are in harmony, each desiring the other and rejoicing in sexual intimacy. I mean, look, I'm happy for them and all, you know, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they are doing them. Like, maybe a lot, even. (laughs) This reminds me, honestly, of Lauren Boebert and her boyfriend getting down and dirty in the middle of the Beetlejuice musical. Is that what that reminds... This reminds... that Okay. You know why? Why? Because it's like, wait, sex is fine. Making out is fine. Being a hoe is fine. We don't mind that. Right. What are you doing? You're a Bible girl, and this is a Bible story, and it doesn't go together. Maybe she's in a sect of Christianity that is, like, more about the Song of Solomon. Apparently. I don't know. You know? Apparently. I don't know. I guess. This is this is weird. Right? So, the women of Jerusalem form a chorus to the lovers, and they function as the audience. So, sometimes it'll be the woman talking to the man. Sometimes it'll be the man talking to the woman. And sometimes it'll be a chorus of... Women singing to them like a refrain. Kind I see. Of thing, okay? okay. Yeah. Scholars differ in assessing when it was written, with estimates ranging anywhere from the 10th to the 2nd century BCE. And linguistic analysis actually suggests it was the 3rd century. Okay. okay. All right. So it sure. still falls within there, but yeah. like definitely wasn't Solomon, you know? Right. In modern Judaism, the song is read on the Sabbath during the Passover, which marks the beginning of the grain harvest, as well as commemorating the exodus from biblical Egypt. And it really surprises me that they don't skip over it entirely. Right, yeah. I have no idea. But I, I don't I, just, I don't know how you can read the Old Testament and then and then all and of then a sudden think that this is okay somehow. Hang on, let me pull up my Daniel Steele. <laughs> right, Hold on. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah. fucked up. Jewish tradition reads it as an allegory. Here's how they get around it. Okay, all right. It's not really a man and a woman having sex. Okay. Uh, Okay. It's an allegory of the relationship between God and Israel because God wants to pull out his big God dick (laughs) and he wants to sniff Israel's poo nanny and fuck it hard. And Israel wants to open her legs and allow that big daddy God... 
penis right up into her harder and harder and harder until God and Israel climax and come together. Okay. Now that's the allegory in Jewish tradition in Christianity. It's an allegory of Christ and his bride, the Mm -hmm. church. Okay. And they also want to fuck her. Apparently, apparently. And everybody smells good and trees are green. You know, I think people tried really hard to make this make sense in the context of the Bible. Yeah. That's I'm what like, I think. It's not a fucking allegory, you guys. It's it, it's a story about lovers. Right. That are having all the sex. And you got stuck with it because somebody back then was like, yeah, we're just going to throw this in here. You sure, know, whatever. sure. So um, each chapter is... Um, abbreviated as Song 1, Song 2, Song 3. Oh, okay. Kind of like the Psalms are Psalm 1, Psalm 2. So there's separate songs for you? No. Oh, no, it's it's all all one song. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. I'm just saying how they refer to each chapter. Ah. Like Psalm 1, Psalm 2, Psalm 3. These are Song 1, Song 2. Got it. Okay. I gotcha. So this chapter contains the superscription, which was, you know, the title. Yeah. You know, Solomon's Song of Songs. Right. And these are songs of the main female characters and the opening song of the male character. Okay. And we actually, the end of chapter one kind of cuts off and the conversation continues. Um, He's going to talk more about flora instead of just the trees. He's going to talk about some bushes and grass and flowers and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, bushes. (laughs) Flowers and shit in the opening of the next chapter. Okay. So we... We, unfortunately, reading it a chapter at a time, cut him off. I see. I see. Right? Well, sorry for cutting him off. Well, it's not my fault. I didn't set it up that way. Right, right. Like, I wouldn't have split it there, stupids. Right. Like, whoever was in charge hundreds of years ago of doing this split up. They did a poor job. They really did a poor job. Yeah. It's like the, oh, it's like when we're watching Star Trek on oh, Paramount yeah. and they stick the commercial in the wrong place and then you come back from the commercial break just in time for, for the, the fucking credits. No, that's oh. not what I was going to say. Oh. They, you come back just in time for like uh, the characters to glance at each other and right. go, oh, yeah. and then it goes to a commercial break. Yeah, it really But then it me. comes back because it's not a commercial break because we already just had our fake commercial break. Right. You know right. what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So that's what this is like. They split it up all wrong because they're dumb. Uh, I can't say it any other way. They're just dumb. Sure. sure. Especially in short books like this. It's not like you didn't have your pick of where to split it. Right. Okay. So verse one is the superscription, the title, the description, etc. Now where it says of Solomon, that could actually mean that Solomon is the author, which we've already decided it absolutely not. Right. It could also mean that the book is dedicated to Solomon. Which, okay, I could see that, whatever. Or it was merely a part of the royal library. But deciding that it's an allegory is how they put it into the book and decided, yep, this is a piece of the Bible. But what happened was they they find all of these documents and... You know, they find them in different, like, caves, like the Dead Sea Scrolls and right. shit like that. Like, yeah. all these different codexes. And they're all from the same time period or whatever. And so, when they put it all in the Bible, it's not necessarily, like, stuff that's all related to each other. As we've seen, we've read many pieces that don't belong together in any way whatsoever. This one's just the most outlandish. Right, right. But it's basically all just different things that are, like, old shit. Got you it. know what I mean? I guess I guess what really gets me is that apparently 
we've we've had thousands of years, a couple of thousands of years to mm-hmm. figure this out, right? At least. And we just stopped. But right. We just let it be what right. it is and didn't do anything else with it. But but for the most part, we've apparently settled on this is the best version of God's word. Right. And that what? irritates like as a person who loves to organize and analyze literature, that bugs the piss out of me. Because what the Bible should actually be called is a big giant collection of old shit that doesn't necessarily all go together, but we found it all together and around the same place. And often talks about God. Yeah. Sometimes. Whatever. Sometimes, usually. Right. Sometimes, usually. But but it all, like, was around the same geographic location, or we found it all around the same time period. So we just stapled it all together. Right. And said, boom, this whole thing, all these different documents are a Bible. That's the Bible. That's the Bible. Yep. And that's dumb. I agree. That's dumb. I agree. So when people say, quote, it's in the Bible, what they mean is it's in one of several hundred of different stories and documents. And I'm not going to tell you which one it is. And it doesn't matter because I didn't really read any of it. And also, I don't actually know anything about it because if I did, I'd also know that there's other texts that are kind of adjacent to it, but never got it or that aren't included in it now or got taken out at some point in the distant future past, I mean. Right. And and yeah. so therefore they aren't technically in the Bible anymore, but they are still adjacent to it. They are. And they're they're the same they're part of the same collection of quote unquote all those old stories. But but the Christians don't actually know that because they don't really give a fuck that much. Right. No. They so. want to go to musicals and get their boobs felt up <laughs> in public. You know? I mean that's right. I'm sorry that I keep busting on her. It's just that that's, to me, what it comes down to. Right. No, it's the what hypocrisy. To, yeah. The Not that I give a shit if she's getting felt up. It's the, I want nobody else to be felt up, though. Right. Right. You know? Yeah. I want my boobs to be massaged in public. And I don't want anybody else to get their boobs massaged. And moreover, I want to call them whores and pieces of shit. Right. And I'm like, how about if none of us are whores and pieces of shit and we all get our boobs massaged. Right. Wouldn't that be nice? That'd be great, yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So, moving on. Um, verses 2 through 7 were from the female perspective. Okay? Uh-huh. The girl. Okay. And this section contains the description of the lovers first coming together and intimacy. The speaker is definitely a woman. And she's like, you're so fucking great. Right. Okay. Yeah. Verses 8 through 11 were the man responding with invitation and praise. And he's like, you two are kind of cool. I really like your earrings. (laughs) And then verses 12 through 14 is a female again. And she's like talking about how good he smells. Okay. Um, Our, um, what's the word? Translation did not use the word spikenard, but it just used the word perfume. But in older translations, like the King James and whatnot, it does use the word spikenard. And um, it comes to the same thing, perfume. But this particular type of perfume is a substance that originated from India, extracted from a plant growing in the Himalaya mountains in Nepal and Bhutan. Wow. Yeah. It was a very precious I was going to say that made quite a trip to get to uh, the Bible. Well, not only that. Um, we don't know this because we haven't read it yet. So spoilers. But when Mary anoints Jesus, when she's like rubbing up on his feet and stuff. Yeah. I don't know if you're aware that that's a thing that's going to happen. Got it. There's this guy named Jesus and this chick right. named Mary's going to rub his feet. Sure. Um, she uses this same perfume 
and it's priced at more than 300 denarii, which is very much a lot. Of Got it. Yeah. Denarii's. <laughs> okay. That's a whole shit ton of denarii's. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Now, another thing that's mentioned here, but not in our translation, because we actually read one that's readable. Right. Um, is camphire or henna. This is a small shrub about eight to ten feet high that produces clusters of white and yellow blossoms with a powerful fragrance. And it continues to grow in the Engedi area from ancient times until the modern era. Okay. So we can still find that bush today. Got it. And in case you were wondering, the Engedi is an oasis on the western shore of the Dead Sea. Okay. Okay. Yep. So then we get to verse 15. And that is the man saying, my God, you're so fucking beautiful. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And then verses 16 and 17, finish it off. And she's like, love is paradise. You know, we're making love in all these fucking trees and shit. And barns. Yeah. Right. Well, it's not a barn. Oh. Okay. No, they're outdoors. Oh, okay. Okay. And you perfectly caught it when you, when she was like, where do you uh, graze your cattle at noon? Because right. noon is when they take their siesta. Sure. Okay. okay. Yeah. Like they do a, a midday nap because it's hot. Right. And so he was telling her, this is where you need to go and I will fuck you hard there. <laughs> and so when they get there, it's it's just like trees and it's beautiful. It's outdoors and it's the perfect spot to lay down and fuck. Got it. And so the, the focus of the subject in these two verses is trees and it provides a picture of the bed as a spreading of greenery and growth and also a spreading of her fucking legs if right, we're being honest. Right. Yes. So that is chapter one. Okay. Of Song of Songs. Well that Song was Song of Solomon. That was quite a uh, surprise to me. I thought it was and I thought it would be more fun to do let's just jump right in. Right. You're not knowing a goddamn thing. Yeah. And then yeah. talk about it after. No, good shit. Yeah. All right. Well, okay. I I just have to tell you one more thing. I have been sitting on this knowledge <laughs> ever since I realized that Song of Solomon mm -hmm. was coming after um, Ecclesiastes. Well, that must have been hard for you. <laughs> yeah, it's been over a week that I knew this was coming, and I couldn't say a goddamn word. And then when I was like reading about chapter one, yeah, um, I I was like, you're getting real excited, huh? And you kept asking me, like, what is it called? And what's it? and I had to just bite my lip and not say anything. <laughs> and then when we were on the porch tonight, before we started reading, you asked me about it. And I was like, if you ask me about this one more time, I'm going to spill. <laughs> and I was, like, so excited because I knew the sex was just about around the corner. <laughs> and you know how I am about the sex in the Bible. Right. <laughs> Very exciting stuff. Oh, God. Okay, so that was Song of Solomon, Chapter 1. Sure as fuck was. And tomorrow, we're going to be back with... Chicka Brown Well, more sex from Song of Solomon, Chapter 2. All right, we'll see you guys then. Bye. Hey, wife, I guess that's the end. But husband, that's just sad. It doesn't have to be. We are on lots of social media platforms like Twitter. Our handle there is sacrilegious underscore D. For D's nuts. Oh my God. Stop doing that. Anyway, we're also on Facebook, Instagram, and Pinterest. There's a link to all of our social media sites at our website. Ooh, we have a website? Yeah, it's sacrilegiousdiscourse.com, where you can also find a link to our merch shop. We have a merch shop? Yep. We have podcast-themed clothing, mugs, notebooks, and more, as well as an atheist and science-themed products. 
Wow, our fans should really go check that out right now. Definitely. They can get in touch with us by sending an email to sacrilegiousdiscourse at gmail.com. But before they do that, we could really use some help. Oh yeah? With what? Well, it's not free running the podcast, and we need some financial support in order to get better equipment, which will free up time so we can concentrate on our podcast and our fans. Okay, so what should they do? Head over to patreon.com forward slash sacrilegious discourse and sign up as a contributor on our podcast. Supporters there receive additional bi-weekly episodes that we record just for our Patreon members for as little as $2 a month. Also, we'd really appreciate it if you would like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using. And Apple Podcast Reviews help us out tremendously. Like and subscribe. Leave an Apple review. Join us on Twitter. Support us on Patreon. That's a lot of instructions. Don't forget to say thanks. Thanks. Okay, bye. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.